Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Education cuts are responsible for these new routines. And these routines will set students up for injury and illness. Don't mistake me. If hygiene standards in schools deteriorate, QP members will call in the public health units. It was outside of Peterborough Area School where uh, a custodian named Nora Shaughnessy was just articulating some of the concerns of the QP members who clean the schools in Ontario. Uh, apparently, uh, they say health will be compromised because of the Ford government cutbacks. Let's get uh, Mitzi Hunter in here. She used to be the education minister, presently the finance critic for the Ontario Liberal Party. Mitzi, how are you this afternoon? Hi, John. It's great. It's uh, it's back to school. I'm sure that all the students had a great first day back. Yeah, and so uh, the parents had a bit of relief as well, I'm sure. So, uh, hey, Mitzi, on that point, though, of health uh, issues being a concern here, this certainly uh, surfaces at a time, I guess, where the five major unions are positioning themselves in an adversarial way against the Ford government and their uh, perceived cutbacks. Do you think there's uh, some merit to these health considerations? Uh, First of all, yes, uh, the health and safety of students always have to be number one in any decisions that are made around schools. That's, That's never compromised for any reason. But I'm not sure it's the um, education support workers that are putting themselves in an adversarial position. I think it's up to this government to set a bargaining environment where all parties come to the table and sit down and talk fairly. Well, Stephen Lecce, the minister, who's going to join us, by the way, uh, just after 5 o'clock, he's uh, sent out a press release earlier today saying he's hoped to uh, negotiate in good faith uh, even as early as last June. And uh, he wants to ensure that there's certainty for parents, students, teachers, and school staff for the upcoming school year. Here we are already now into September, and uh, everybody's, I guess, feeling a certain sense of apprehension that there may be some disruptions to the kids' education. So, uh, I mean, the custodial staff, they've cast their lot, I guess, with the teachers' unions, too, saying, you know, the Ford government uh, has ill-served the kids. Do you think the teachers are being hard done by in this equation? I don't think we're there yet, uh, John. The teacher contracts just uh, came to an end, um, you know, just before Labor Day. And it is incumbent on Premier Ford and his ministers to sit down at the bargaining table and and do the bargaining at the table. Bring the issues to that forum because that's where they're going to be resolved. And that's how um, these types of disruptions will be avoided is if, if all parties feel that they are getting their issues heard and resolved at that table. And I think that's something that should be expected. It should be done with fairness. And, um, and you know, right now the support workers are, are at a stage where this could be a possibility, but we're not there yet. I think there's still that opportunity for all parties to sit down and, and think about what's most important here. It's actually what are the outcomes that we're looking for for students. That's the premise I know I always started with when I was education minister, and how are we going to work together to get there?
All right. Uh, you know, I'm with you there. It should be done at the table, uh, which, again, takes me to our friend from uh, Peterborough there with QP because, I mean, it was a press conference this morning. So that's kind of uh, making your case in this court of public opinion or through the media as well. Uh, that being said, though, look, the Ford government's position is that the education spending has been unsustainable. So if you were back in charge, where would you find efficiencies? Because back in the day, and I heard from a teacher earlier in the hour uh, who was saying, well, it wasn't all sweetness and light under the Win McGinty liberals either because they had wage and benefit freezes, uh, had their sick days clawed back, uh, how do you see that now in retrospect? Could you see that, you know, that was necessary to do at the time? Well, there's no question that it, the decisions are, are tough that you have to make. Uh, under um, the former Liberal government, education spending increased and per student funding increased in terms of what's going into the classroom that's educating our students. And, you know, that includes, of course, those Adults that we pay, you know, teachers, uh, EAs, support workers, administration, all of those um, individuals or education workers that, that you know, work to, to focus on, on learning outcomes for students. But there is no question that we've had to make changes and, um, and we've done that. But we, at the same time, look at the outcomes. We increased the graduation, graduation rate by 18% under our watch. And that's a focus that I think we must have are students succeeding under the current system, and is education a priority for Premier Ford and his government? All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Any time you cite uh, what the accomplishments are, you know, we get back to the EQAO test and uh, the math thing, and uh, that doesn't really make it an exemplary argument. I just wanted to get back to the sick day clawback because I found that intriguing. You know, you guys were the so-called education ministry or the the premier was at the time anyway, uh, yet you determined that you were going to freeze the wages. It was, I guess, what, a two-year freeze, and then they got it all back, but uh, the benefits on sick days, which are still being contested at court level, aren't they? Um, nope, I'm not aware of that. Uh, I think that those issues were dealt with. I know under my watch, um, we actually extended the current uh, contracts, um, and that's what's just expired. So, so that's what I oversaw, and I did that by, you know, it was hard bargaining. You had to sit at the table. Um, you had to, to come to terms, including uh, what the wages are, what the benefits are going to be, and not only that, but what are the impacts going to be for the classroom? Like, for instance, you know, one of the questions that's being raised today is around class sizes. You know, I just, uh, someone tweeted at me today saying, you know, her daughter came home and her biology class has, you know, over 32 students in the class. And is this something that is going to be tenable for a high school biology class? I think it's a good question that parents are raising in terms of the quality of education. And, you know, what are we going to invest in this province in terms of the education so that we get good outcomes for students? And that includes math. You know, when, when I was Minister of Education, we introduced a math strategy that the current government has kept in place because we need to continue to focus on um, those areas that provide students with 21st century learning and sets them up for success in, in, their, in the current economy. Again, with Mitzi Hunter, the finance critic for the Ontario Liberal Party and one-time education minister under Kathleen Wynne. By the way, have the costs increased, uh, it sounds reasonable anyway, due to all-day kindergarten? Uh, what are those costs on an annual basis? Wasn't it about $1.9 million annually? Uh, billion, it, billion? Yeah, it's, uh, it is about um, uh, just over a billion and a half dollars uh, for us to have 
full-day kindergarten. And remember, that saves the average family around $6,800 on childcare costs. And not to mention the learning that's happening um, with, you know, our youngest learners as they all go to school at the same time and get the same opportunity. So there's a lot of uh, learning that's happening, inquiry-based learning, um, and, you know, parents have come to uh, appreciate and to rely on full-day kindergarten to set their child up for success in the future. It's, it's something that parents uh, think very highly of. Okay, well, you know, it's just increased the education spending. Uh, that's all I wanted to inquire about, as, you know, I knew it would uh, certainly have an impact. Uh, we can, you know, sit here and debate all day whether it's a bonus or not. By the way, and, you know, I'll get back to this education spending, because Ford government says it's unsustainable, the model that they've inherited. Uh, so if you had to go back up that hill, where would you find the efficiencies? Well, I just want to point out, John, that the per-pupil funding under Premier Ford and his government has actually gone down. Um, so they're actually spending less per per student because we know the enrollments are, are slowly creeping up. So hmm. there's only so much you can look to education for, you know, and, and you're going to start affecting the quality of, of students' education. And what good is that if we're not setting our students up for success in the future and preparing them for the workforce and for life? Well, all right. I'll ask uh, Minister Lecce after the 5 o'clock news on these matters as well, because uh, enrollment, I was told, has actually declined. You're saying it's creeping back up. It's creeping back up on average. And, of course, in certain areas uh-huh. there is a decline, which is maybe that's what you've heard. But mm. overall, uh, and in, in certain growth areas, it is rising. All right. Well, we'll ask him and uh, we'll see what he has to say on that matter. Mitzi, I appreciate your weighing in here this afternoon. Always a pleasure, John. Thank you. you. Mitzi Hunter, the finance critic for the Ontario Liberal Party. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.